Hey, Nicole, welcome back to Transform Your Workplace. Thanks for coming Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Excited to be here. We're going to do a bonus episode today. We're talking about this Wall Street Journal article that you put in front of me. It's interesting because it's like completely different than what we've been talking about the last couple of years. So the title of this article says, The New Headache for Bosses, Employees Aren't Quitting. I know. We talked about the great resignation and quiet quitting and all this, and this is like complete opposite of that. Yeah. So maybe just... At a, at a high level, what is this article? About? Yeah, when I saw that title, I like immediately clicked on it. I was like, it's the biggest clickbait ever. I totally clicked on it. And I was like, what are you talking about? How is this possible? And I started reading it. And just by the end of reading it, I was like, okay, I see where you're coming from here. But it's essentially talking about employees. We had that big issue where there was the great resignation and all those issues. And now what's happening is employees are staying in organizations, which um, is good for the most part, right? We want to retain our employees. We want to retain our top talent. But at the same time, that means maybe you're retaining people that aren't your top talent or um, your organization may be stagnant if you're not getting new employees and diverse experiences and ideas in the organization. Um, and it also means that some of your employees aren't able to grow, right? If you have those positions filled and there's not a healthy level of attrition happening. Yeah, that that's the overarching theme or the article at a high level. And so I just thought it would be a really good topic to talk about because mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot we can unpack within that. Yeah, it's interesting. The point about attrition is healthy in, in many cases because it, it allows you to to take a beat if you need to and restructure and reallocate resources or figure out what you want to do as an organization. And, and sometimes if, if revenue is not coming in, just having attrition and not replacing the role is sometimes a, a good business strategy just to you know stay afloat. And so what they're saying here is like people are staying put and they're, the forecasts that they had as far as the, the attrition level based on the patterns probably over the last couple of years and where they need to be with current economic times, I think they're panicking a little bit. Yeah. Like they're going to have to get creative, right? Yeah. I think we think of attrition or turnover as a bad thing for the most part. We're like, oh no. And sure, we want to retain that talent, but a certain level of attrition is healthy, is good for the organization for all the reasons you just said. It gives you opportunities to like evaluate what your business model is, what the structure is, it allows the opportunity for you to promote other people within your organization, potentially, depending on the roles that come available. And so yeah. it's just, it's really interesting. And th there was some really interesting statistics as well in there. I was like, what data do we have here to show that people aren't quitting? What's that about? And so if you want to share that too, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I pulled this right from the article. It says this year, so 2023, 73% of workers said that they plan to stay at their jobs, and that's up from 61% last year, according to a survey released in October by ADECO. A higher rate of people willing to stay versus that 61%. That, yeah, the 12 I mean, that's difference. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. big jump. We're not talking about a 1% difference. So that can make a big difference for organizations. And yeah, and I think also one of the points that I mentioned earlier and that is described in the article too, is just like that healthy dose of diverse ideas and creative ideas coming into the organization. When I started working at Zenium, for example, I had no specific HR consulting experience. Like I had been internal HR. And so it allowed me to come into the organization, I think with a new lens of 
here's what my struggles were when I was in internal HR and being able to have that knowledge and experience to then pass on to my clients or to keep that front of mind. That's just one quick example, but there are all types of examples where having a new person come in with those diverse experience or skills really can help put new processes in place, make changes. Mm -hmm. And so just having that healthy level of stability, like we still want stability for the organization. We don't want everybody to leave, but having that also healthy dose of diverse experiences and skills and knowledge is Mm -hmm. important too. When we talk about just people staying put, there's a lot of harm that comes with that too, because it can feel like stagnation in some ways or opportunities for people to rise to a whole different level. For example, if you had a whole manager or leadership level that never left, the people that are probably up and coming superstars are are not going to get those opportunities because unless you make a a shift and and let somebody go, That's just not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. And that could cause those individuals that are your top talent too to leave. And that's mm-hmm. not a good position either to be in. And so I think really reflecting on that and ways that organization can keep that healthy level of retention with their staff, but also find ways to really make sure that they're supporting everyone within the organization and creating that healthy level of attrition as well. When we get to the like the why behind people staying, I pulled this quote out and I want to have you unpack it sure. a little bit. So the quote says, people feel it's probably a bit cold outside with the macroeconomics not being so good. And with this last in, first out, typical scheme, they're more likely to stay in their current yeah. role, end quote. So I, I get it. People are looking at the economic yeah, situation market. we have. Yeah. Whether it's local or globally, it's not looking so hot and prices are high. People's wages are stagnated a little bit. And I think they're looking at it like, huh, maybe I should just stay put because this last in, first out, maybe unpack that part as an HR person, you you probably recognize that happens. Oh, absolutely. When organizations are looking at doing reductions in force or layoffs, usually the easiest way or measure they use to make those decisions is like we want to retain our staff that's been here a long time that really understand our business and so if we need to make a layoff decision we're likely going to go to these newly hired employees that maybe don't have as much tenure and experience with the organization directly yet and so that is a huge concern for people and i think employees know that not just hr professionals know oh if you're the last one in you're likely going to be the first to go if there is a major reduction in force or something like that happens. And we are seeing news articles from pretty large, high-level companies that maybe we weren't expecting doing layoffs and things like that. And that certainly concerns people and makes them want to stay where they are. They're like, all right, I've got five, 10 years with this organization. If they do a layoff, it's likely not going to be me. So I'm going to hang tight for now. And that makes sense. But that also has the side effect of maybe people that aren't your top performers that maybe were looking for something else are now going to be staying in a role where maybe they're not as engaged and that's going to impact the organization as a whole as well. The article also shared some other creative ways that maybe HR leaders are are looking at when broader job cuts, if if it ever resorted to that, saying like they get tougher on performance appraisals to try to push people to opt out, quit. Yeah. Cash offers as far as offering people to, if they leave, they could take cash. What organization it was that did that. But I remember there was was, one. I think it was a finance organization. Yeah, we're like in the beginning, they're like, I'll give you this amount of money if you don't want to be here, if you want to leave. 
But for the small business, like that's a little yes, bit harder sure. to, to do, I think. So maybe what's the playbook that you would run yeah. in this kind of a situation? I think performance is really important to measure and to have ongoing conversations about with your employees because that ensures accountability. I think I find in a lot of organizations that I work with or what I've seen even before being internal HR is if we are not holding people accountable to being top performers or meeting the performance expectations that we have, then they're not going to do it, right? Why would they <laughs> if we're not holding them accountable yeah. and we're not like measuring performance in some tangible way or having those conversations? I think that is where you get that stagnation. And this is people that have been with the organizations for 10 plus years or a really long time. That's not necessarily a bad thing, right? If they're performing and they're staying current on industry trends and things like that, like they can be your top talent and likely are. And so I mm -hmm. think they're not going to do that, right? Stay current on industry trends and with their the skills needed for their role if we're not really taking the performance management process seriously and evaluating their performance, having those conversations and holding them accountable to meet the high expectations of the organization. And I think that applies to any size organization, right? If you're a small business, that's really easy to do. Having your one-on-ones, having those conversations mm -hmm. and getting clear about what you're needing from that person and from that role can really make all the difference here. Two things come to mind to, for me, like when I think of a small business and if they run into the situation where nobody's leaving and they're retaining the good, the great performers and, and the not so great performers, I think two things need to be put in place if they don't have it already. A great performance management system, one-on-ones, uh, ratings and metrics, KPIs, whatever they need to do to make sure that they're meeting results. And then a career development yeah. and professional development program of some sort. If you're going to have the same group of, of people, you need to continue to develop yeah. them to create innovation and spark discussion inside, inside the organization. Because if everybody's staying exactly the same, doing the same role, you're never going to grow as an organization. Yeah, and you don't want people that are your top performers to get bored either and to be like, I don't know where I'm going or what the next steps are for me. And I feel like I've mastered my role really well and everything I'm doing and I want something more, but I don't know necessarily what that is yet or what my options are within the organization. So having those career planning conversations and career growth and development Providing those development opportunities to your team, I think, can really make all the difference, too, in engaging employees and making sure they and you as an organization aren't staying stagnant. Good stuff. Any, anything else you'd say on this topic? No, just too much attrition is not a good thing and too little is not either. Stay in the middle. Like stay engaged. Right. Yeah. Not too hot, not too cold. Just right. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Nicole, thanks for coming on. I appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. See you soon. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the guest's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Zenium HR or the host, Brandon Laws. The material and information presented on Transform Your Workplace is for general information and educational purposes only. Zenium HR or the host, Brandon Laws, does not necessarily endorse any guest, their business, or any organization they represent. Discretion is advised. Please work with a trusted advisor to find a custom approach that fits your organization's needs.